This is Mr. Holiday from My Worst Holiday, and you're listening to a fourth-hand production. The following is a very important message. Don't give me no hand-me-down shoes. Oh, I've got those rainy day blues. I know, let's talk about food. <laughs> hey, Aries. What's your favorite sous chef Boyo brand's canned meat pasta? <laughs> Mine's the overstuffed ravioli. Beefaroni, just like Satan used to make. I'm partially fond of the alphabetical letters. I like to make fun little ransom notes while I'm eating. That's pretty weird. <laughs> Crappy, what do you like? Kinda wish I could die right about now. Oh, let's start the show before I get even more depressed. <laughs> Iver. Boris Orlock. Iver. Eries, bitches. Iver. Dodge Mahoney. I have seen shit that'll turn you white. You'll be scared stiff too, 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 too. I bid you well, I bid you Break old time horror radio show. Happy horror coffee Happy break horror coffee 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 break horror a bit scarred. He asked me to write it down a few years back, but I never wanted to. I'm not much of a writer, and in all honesty, his story disturbed me deeply. He died last month, though his death is unrelated to this story, but I wouldn't feel right if I did not honor what he had asked of me. What follows is his story in his own words. Again, I have no real way to determine the veracity of any of it. But I know my father believed it. Whether or not you do is your decision. Your great-grandfather built the railroad. There's a piece of it that ran behind our house, and if you followed it far enough, you'd find the Oracle. <laughs> if you believed in that sort of thing. No one I knew personally had met it, 
but everyone's cousin's best friend's boyfriend had their own story to tell. Accounts vary wildly. He was either a man, baby, or something much worse. Either in a decaying old house or in a abandoned train car, or perhaps standing in the middle of the tracks, bathed in a halo of sunlight that shot out from his body like lightning. There was no coherent version of him, which may have been his doing. A way of getting people to search for him, if only to figure out the truth. Now, one afternoon, my good friend and I were walking along the railroad tracks. We both knew the legend, of course, but neither of us were looking to find him. We were in our 20s at the time, home from college for the summer. There wasn't that much to do in small towns back then. So one afternoon, we decided to see where the old railroad which had been quiet for years, went. We figured that as long as we stayed close to the tracks, we couldn't get lost, because they would lead us right back to town. We'd been walking for a while when the horizon bent around an odd shape that cast unnatural shadows against the afternoon sky. As we approached, the shape in the distance grew into an old wooden table draped in a white lace cloth, unmoving despite the breeze. A man Baby. sat facing us. His face was sheathed in the shadows of a strangely deepening evening. It seemed as though the sun went down faster the closer we got, and that if we turned and walked the other way, it would rise again. My friend and I exchanged a glance, remembering the old stories. The man Baby. was tall and thin, with a prominent brow and jawline both of which were accentuated by deep-set eyes and sunken cheeks. He wore an old man's suit, crisp and fitted, of the kind that were only dusted off for special occasions. That reminded me of the one my cousin was buried in two years before. Yes, it's all coming back to me now. All coming back. All coming, coming back. 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 Sit, please. Would you like consult or vision? Is this, is this really happening? I feel just as confused as you do. Don't look at him. Look at me. Would you like consult or vision? A, a vision. Excellent. I shall cup your face in my hands. And at this touch, you will feel electric buzzing energy radiating from my fingertips. Do not be alarmed. Now, I pull energy from air around me. I direct it into your body. Now, I'm in stairwell walking downward. My foot's echo hollowly and my lungs feel clogged with a thick scent of copper. I'm walking down several floors, but the stairs continue to no end in sight. As I walk down, a man walks up past me. The next level down, he passes me again. I recognize him from a suit. It's the orb. I begin to walk faster, but he's matching my pace. We continue to pass each other. Now I'm sprinting down the stairwell, and he's running up to me. Our steps create a cacophony of clangs in the middle stairs. I turn up and run up the stairs, try to throw him off my rail. It's like he is planning every move I make. Maybe he's in my thoughts. He's a menacing figure who seems much taller than before. Suddenly, he has me pinned up against the railing, threatening to push me over the edge. I'm paralyzed. He holds me tightly, like a paper airplane crushed in the unyielding fist of a toddler. To 
two days from now. Two days from now. Are, are you listening? Two days from now. That's June 27th. Will be very important day. It's going to happen. This is just fishing. I can't tell you. You should have asked for consul. As I fell, the air became thicker, heavier almost, and at some point I was no longer falling downward but upward. The cold ground became an unattainable sky. I was suspended in midair. The oracle was gone. I dared to take a breath, but my lungs filled with water. Beneath me was an infinite darkness. Darkness, everybody! Darkness is spreading! Above me hung the sun, pinpricked swirling surface of the water. It cast a single spotlight arms outstretched towards my dangling feet. I escaped before he could grab me. The moment I broke the surface was accompanied by blaring of cardboard, so loud it shook the water. I returned to my body, which had felt slumped over by the table. I began to cough up water between each gasping breath. How long have we been gone? Surely someone will come looking for us. Don't call me Shirley. Oh no. Would anyone be able to find us? Was this reality or just another trick of the mind like the stairway? Let's get out of here. Sit down. You. Would you like a consult or a vision? Don't. It's not your turn. <clears throat> Would you like consult or a vision? A consult. Excellent. I shall cup your face in my hands. At this touch, you will feel electric buzzing energy radiating from my fingertips. Do not be alarmed. Now I pull energy from air around me and direct it into your body. I gotta get out of here! Alvin, wait! It was weird, man. When I went under, I woke up. Like, outside of my body. I was like a ghost or something. I could move around, but I wasn't really there. I was there. I, I couldn't interact with anything. I tried to touch the table, but my, my hand went right through. I saw my mother, but I... I don't think it was my mother, if it makes sense. She just looked like her, but... You met my mom. She's a nice lady. She just looked like my mom, and sounded like her too, but... She was translucent, like me. The things she said weren't things my mother would ever say. They were cruel. She told me she hated me. And she's glad about what was gonna happen. What was about to happen? She said I'm going to die. She said when or how? No, I tried to ask, but then the oracle brought me back. Do you think it's true? No, I mean, I, I mean it can't be. He was just some freak that messed with our heads. Maybe he drugged us or something. June 27th, I won't leave my house. I need to prove the Oracle was wrong. This is not going to be a big day. It's going to be as boring as I can make it. Wanna catch a movie? I'm not really feeling up to it. I'm going to bed early. I'm just eager to get the day over with. If nothing happens on June 27th, the Oracle was wrong. June 28th. What a relief. 
My life is back to normal again. I feel like I can finally forget about what happened that day back on the train tracks. Oh, Simon. Your friend was in a car accident last night. What? On his way home from the movies. Another driver fell asleep at the wheel and drifted into the wrong lane. He swerved to avoid a head-on collision, but his car broke through the car and He drowned. I'm so sorry. <laughs> what? I... Please welcome to the show, filmmaker and man of many fingers, Jacob Hatfield. Jacob! He doesn't say anything on my end, so I'll know up there. Yeah. Jacob, I'll tell you like I tell everybody else. It's the big red button. <laughs> there you go. And then all you gotta do is talk into the microphone. Okay. Uh, on, the, on that note, do you mind if I smoke? As a matter of fact, I do. The happy cave of wonders is a smoke-free environment. Awesome. Yes, sir. So, Jacob, did you ever get a chance to listen to any other episodes of the show? <laughs> so you know what you're getting into. Yeah, no, I know. Like I said, I did watch that episode, and I started to watch the one he did before that. I can't remember the title of it, but um, I, unfortunately I haven't got to finish that. But What's the matter? You couldn't get into it? <laughs> it wasn't your kind of humor? No, I was about to I liked it. I really did. And I've heard from you, uh, from the people at uh, the Talk Show Inc. and the people that do Sounds Tooth and things like that. They've mentioned you. Well, chalk up some points for the name-dropping skills. <laughs> Tell me, did you fall in love with that Landry cat the way I did? Yeah, no, I... We could have ridden off into the sunset together if it wasn't for that lame horse. <laughs> That's kind of our relationship, too. J Jacob. It appears that there's a baby in the booth there with you. <laughs> Is that your baby? I'm gonna be honest with you, I, I, I don't know. Jacob, tell me the truth. Is that you and Landry's baby? Um, uh, it, it's kind of, it, it, oh, it is my baby. Uh, like, I kind of fell bass backwards into it. But how? Um, it started by this pseudo interview show. Wait, quiet. Do you hear that? It sounds like alien invaders. Uh, I, I hear kind of like a hiss on my end, yeah. That's me just heating up some beefaroni. Oh, <laughs> Aries, don't be rude. Say hi. Hola, senior dick salsa. So, hey, you, you gonna share any of that? Beefaroni? Get bent, wiener. Jerk. So, Jacob, how did you feel when you heard you were going to be on the Happy Horror Coffee Break Old Time Horror Radio Show? I felt like it was a good avenue to kind of talk about self-deprecation and things like that. Um, and I could kind of knock, you know, pseudo-horror off the list and I could move on to something else. Oh, snap. Uh, I'd, I'd like to keep it different. Pseudo-horror? What are you trying to say about my show? Oh, no, there's nothing wrong with corny and cliche. That's like half the fun, right? Well, you know, let's move on to the Q&A before somebody gets their feelings hurt. <laughs> What's your favorite movie? I suppose, I'm going to be honest. I don't know if I have a, a favorite. Like, I, uh, by the way, What Women Want is actually not that bad of a movie. <laughs> yeah, he, um, 
The one where Mel Gibson is a chauvinist and is taught to change his ways. Yeah, the fucking jazz intro is amazing. Fascinating. Well, you sound a lot more bored than I thought you were. Like, how in the fuck am I gonna fix that? No, I just feel a little... a little weird for some reason. Uh, would you like some gin? No, thank you. I never touch the stuff. She'd been drinking straight gin. The entire interview snuck that in, like in high school. Damn. You spiked my water? Okay. Jacob, why? Why would you do such a heinous thing? I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I'm not much of a voice guy. Are you still there? I'm still here. Oh. No, I just feel as if my legs have turned to dinosaur-shaped chicken nuggets. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that sucks, man. <laughs> I, I don't know. What to tell you? Um, make you feel any better? Done that to me. Um, I've, honestly, I'd say three times now. Well, all this chicken nugget talk has gotten me a little bit hungry. <laughs> what do you say we order some lunch before the commercial break? Jacob, you're the guest. What are you in the mood for? Oh, Jesus Christ! Fuck me in the ass. Uh, right now, um, um, uh, goddamn, I'm trying to think of um. <laughs> <clears throat> Rather. Uh, God, seriously. Um, um like it, I, it's so fucking weird. I can't think of anything right now. Too slow. I got Susie's sushi and soup on the line. Hit me with the order. Um, uh, either the dragon roll, um, or the, you know, go classic, the spicy tuna roll. Hey, meat muppet, you weren't quick enough. I got you me so soup and some crackers. Um, oh, let's go to commercial break. Here at Two Planet Productions, we're taking pictures of your sister and your mom. Our mission is to listen to you, to get the vision of what you want to do. Special memories will capture in case there is a rapture. Take your wedding pictures up to heaven with you. To planetproductions.com. Buy the pictures that I took of your mom. At to planetproductions.com. So I just uh, re read this card here. Uh, 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 these are the required points to express in your ad. Feel free to paraphrase and speak from your own experience. If you, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast. Oh, how about that? 
with a no minimum li- listenership. <laughs> it's uh, everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And a m- mandatory call to action. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. There, read your stupid card. Can I can I pull my pants up now? <laughs> hey, Meatball, of all the internet shows in all the world, you decided to listen to this one. And all I can say to you is, what is wrong with you? Well, you're here anyway. You might as well know that there are many other shows like this one on the Fourth Hand Network. Go punish yourself further by visiting fourthhand.com. That's F O R T H. Anyway, here's the rest of the crappy ear filth you subjected yourself to. Iris, where's my. Surprise! <laughs> Who are these clowns? We're your little circus boys. Yes. Oh, well, yeah, he's he's making you dance. He's making you dance. So you're a group of dancers? Any red-blooded man who is is bored and doesn't admit to doing it is a liar. <laughs> you're a All right. Well, who are you? Idiot, this is your musical guest, Five Cent Freak Show. So I'm Nikki Casket. I am a lead vocalist. And I do guitars for Five Cent Freak Show. I'm B. LeVon Gacy. I do uh, the backup vocals, the uh, upright bass, and everything that's funny about the band. <laughs> I'm Steve Morbid. I do drums and everything that's not funny about the band. <laughs> or fun. <laughs> <laughs> or talented. Oh, why didn't you tell me? Read your memos. Welcome to the show! Yeah, no worries. Yeah, all good, man. We'll, we'll try and wait for you to stop talking, then we'll start. Well, that's fine. No worries. Because we have a bad... Okay, so what? Tendency to and how it talk over people. <laughs> yeah. oh. Well, you are the guests for the show, so <laughs> it's anything goes, right? Sounds <laughs> good, man. Perfect. As your song goes, <laughs> we may all be freaks, <laughs> but we are not alone. Not really, man. Good, man. Awesome. Hell yeah! Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap! Get the gun. There you go. Jesus right. fucking Christ, man. You okay? We're good. Uh, wouldn't you regain your composure? <laughs> Don't you tell me the story about the band? Okay, well, Nikki, Nikki's always the one to tell the story because he's he, he's he's the pearl of everything music. Yeah, well, um. Beal and I, unfortunately, we're blood brothers, so we, he's fucking stuck with me in that sense, but, um. So I went to school with Steve uh, way the fuck back. Well, in I did too. High. Well, yeah, we all went to school together <laughs> too. Same school. And, you know, we just wanted to fucking, yeah, we wanted to make some music and, like, shit took off. We created characters and, like, the rest is fucking five cent history. Like, Looking for a new member. I need a new gig. We've never had, like, a, a lineup change ever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, so we're all the same original members, same, yeah. same everything. Our fucking aggressive style of horror punk and shit is all the same. Whatever. My style is probably too aggressive for you anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah where, where, whereabouts are you, actually? Sorry to ask, but... Well, you should be sorry. It is a personal question. <laughs> we are from the land that shall not be named. Near the Mexican border? Uh, no, we're not near the Mexican... I mean, are we? Oh, so you're like south. Hell, I don't know. <laughs> as far as you know, the happy cave of wonders is its own island. 
far from many nation. Oh, oh shit! Oh, okay, so shit. none of us know. None of us know geography. <laughs> I mean, do any of us really know geography? The world is constantly changing. Oh, okay, nice, dude. Fuck yeah. Stupid. It's not mythical. You found a cave under an abandoned gas station off of I-40. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of demonically possessed entities. Jerk. Have you all had any encounters with demonically possessed entities? Uh, oh, God. Dude, <laughs> I, okay, I did, I did a fucking Ouija board thing way back when I was, like, fucking many moons ago. And man, it I, I've seen some uh, I've seen some fucking crazy shit. My fucking one of my buddies got uh, possessed at the end of it, and I saw fucking evil shit. There's candles flying by my face with three scratches in it, man. Like it's fucking it's crazy shit. Good times. It's crazy shit. So that I've I've fucking seen that shit, and I'm not crazy. Well, I am fucking crazy. Well, you're crazy. I am fucking crazy, but I fucking seen that. What's one of the scariest things you've ever seen out in the world? Bilo never watches his fucking socks on tour because it's his good luck fucking clown socks, and yeah. that is yeah, fucking yeah. that smell is fucking rancid. Even, even I'll even I'll admit it makes me it's, gay. He could have picked anything. He could have picked anything to make his lucky clothing item, but it had to be his fucking. <laughs> his I would have preferred if it was your man. fucking skibbies, man. <laughs> <laughs> that smell is 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 a is a proper set to be played. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Bilo is probably the fucking most horrifying thing that we have ever seen on tour. Yeah, any any hands down. <laughs> the test of that. Dude, they'll stand, they'll stand up on their own, if man. If you hit them with oh, a hammer, oh. they would shatter. <laughs> Bill, what about you? What's the scariest shit you've ever seen? Steve Morbid's small penis. <laughs> not much to talk about. Man. There's not much to talk about. <laughs> it's length and it's history. <laughs> Oh, that is hilarious. No, really, look at my face, if you don't believe me. He's about as believable as a, as a small man with a steroid problem can be. <laughs> steroid problem? I'll have you know, it's a thyroid problem. <laughs> Stop laughing at me! Nice. Oh, what what muscles he has are utterly useless. So that that useless part, that's kind of my job in the band. <laughs> yeah, that's me. That's, yeah, I get that's that, too. <laughs> well, if everyone is done picking on me, let's get back to discussing you. Have you been enjoying your time down here in the happy cave? Yeah, we're just, like, honestly, just playing it by ear. We are and have been for the last three months or so. Yeah, pretty much. Three months? You've been down here in the cave for three Three months? Yeah. How is that even possible? You see, Doctor, the cave itself is connected to a large underground world through a series of miles and miles of tunnels. You... you serious? It makes sense. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, little small towns around here that literally had that, like... Like, even the city we live in is teeny. A teeny compared, compared to a lot. Like, yeah. we're just really spread out, like... Only a million and a half people, but we're like the size of L.A. in some places. We're just a tunnel away from Fraggle Rock. <laughs> you know where I come from. Fraggles are considered a delicacy. I just love how chewy their little beaks are. It's all good. We do too. <laughs> you. Gross. Yeah, Beal's on the blind. fucking... Beal's on the hunt here. Oh, oh I got one. No, no, yeah, that, I love that please, one. Please, please don't eat me. I can't find it right now, but fuck me. Um, I'm free. 
I, I got it. I found it. I found it. We're good to go. Well, I mean, I, I guess at least it's cheaper to catch your own than to order online or something. Sometimes cheaper is better, man. Tell me about it. <laughs> I get cheap. I pay nothing to run this show. <laughs> at least one of us knows what's going on. <laughs> Steve, Steve gets it. <laughs> kind of. Kind of, yeah. Steve never, Steve never really gets things. it. Well, before we go, is there anything important you'd like the audience to know? White Castle doesn't actually change its smell when it goes through your body. <laughs> Groovy. Uh, uh, let's just, uh, we can just end it there, I think. That's pretty I think, much, that's, I think that, that's pretty much it. Let's move on to the story. Yeah. So-and-so's friend, a girl in her teens, is babysitting for a family in Newport Beach, California. The family is wealthy and has a very large house. You know the sort, with a ridiculous amount of rooms. Anyway, parents are going out for a late dinner in a movie. The father tells the babysitter. Babysitter, like, hey, like watching the kids. Once the children are in bed, she is to go to the specific room. They don't really want her wandering around the house. The parents then take off, and soon she gets the kids to bed and goes to the room to watch TV. Anyway, she tries watching TV, but she is disturbed by a clown statue in the corner of the room. She tries to ignore it for as long as possible, but it starts freaking her out so much that she can't handle it. She resorts to calling the father and asks, Hey, the kids are in bed. Is it okay if I switch rooms? This clown statue is really creeping me out. The father replies in a serious tone. It's like, hey, fucking call the cops, get out of the house. He tells her to go next door and once he come, and once she called the police to call him back. She gets the kids next door and calls the police. When the police are on the way, she calls the father and asks, What's going on? And he responds, It's like, hey, fucking, we don't own a clown statue. He then further explains that the children have been complaining about a clown watching them as they sleep. He and the wife had just blown it off, assuming that they were having nightmares. The police arrived and apprehend the clown, who turned out to be a little person. They'd guessed it was some homeless person dressed as a clown, somehow got into the house and had been living there for several weeks. He would come into the kids' rooms at night and watch them while they slept. As the house was so large, he was able to avoid detection, surviving off of their food, etc. He had been in the TV room before the babysitter entered. When she went in, he didn't have enough time to hide, so he froze in place and pretended to be a statue. Homeless small person fucking Nikki Caskin in a clown suit. How she got that way will never be known. Some say a jealous lover. Others, that it was the code of the freaks. Others, the storm. Believe it or not, there she is. <laughs>